0: hello and welcome back to unveiling the matrix this is the copper color one the one you call brother vincent i pray and say thank you because i'm also known as the truth seeker so i'm trying to find out what the father is trying to tell us here in this earth so that we all can come out and do what he wants here in this earth according to his will so i've started on this and I'm trying to get the word out and I had a recorder and for some reason the thing just it's not working. I don't know if the most high didn't want me to put it out this morning earlier, but uh I'm on to my laptop now, so I'm praying that we'll be able to gain more understanding and reference to uh learning what the most I wants us to learn. So I'm praying again that all things that we're trying to learn Will be according to his will and not mine. I'm nothing. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say. Everything is according to the will of the Most High. And all I'm trying to do is help us find our way back home. That's all I'm trying to do. There's nothing else I can do. Either you're going to listen or not listen. That's fine. But my job now is just to put the word out. And everyone will make their own decision in reference to their own salvation some will get it some will not get it some all may not get it you know so it's it's whatever it's gonna be i'm not gonna sit here and uh try to make it uh worse than what it is so either we get it or we don't get it so i'm going forth here with the understanding everyone understands what the bible is and i pray that some of you We get to understand that our Bible, which I call my history book, he's talking about a certain group of people throughout the whole Bible. It's just one group of people. This is what the Bible is. This is their information for this one group of people throughout the whole Bible. That's it. This is them. This is their story. And this is what the Most High is saying happened to them. And for, uh, for, in order for them to know who they are, they're going to have to read this book. You call it a Bible, I'll call it my history book. But here's what the, the kicker is. This Bible is only a starter. It's not the be-all end-all. You have to read more than just the Bible. I've done it. But there's more to it than just that. There's other readings or other books that you're going to have to read to gain more clarification or more context. So reading a Bible over and over and over again is great, it's good, but you're not getting the whole story and that's where you need to read more and more books to gain more and more understanding. So that's what I'm trying to do today is bring out more understanding. So with that being said, I'm going to jump into uh, one of many books that I've read and uh, I'm just hoping this one here today is going to give us some understanding or a little more understanding. I'm going to read to you, uh, out of the seal portion, the final testament testament of Jesus Christ. This is chapter 18. Uh, this will be on page 90, uh, for those of you who have the book. and uh, We're going to find out what the Most High is trying to tell us in all the books that's been written here in this earth, who we are. And how we're going to get our way back home. This is all this is. So I'm going to start with chapter 18, and hopefully we can get some more more understanding and go from there. So I'm going to read the header, and uh, hope that we can continue from there. Uh, Adam continues his sermon and counsel to his posterity at Adam andi Ammon. This is the name of the people that's named after Adam. Okay. So concerning our probationary state, he introduces the law of the gospel. Moroni expounds upon this law and writes of the great apostasy from this law in the latter days and also of the hypocrisy of the church of Jesus Christ of latter-day saints. Okay, that's the header. And this is verse one. And now I, Moroni, continue with the words of Adam, that he spoke unto those who were gathered in the valley of Adam, Andi, Amen. That's one word. And uh, those are the people of Adam. Okay. Verse 2. And when the mothers of our spirits have raised their children to maturity in the world of our eternal parents, then each is ready to determine for itself what kind of happiness that it each desires. For they have experienced the happiness that exists among those who live in the world in which they were created. In other words, they have experienced the type of life and the type of things that are done in this world that bring happiness to those therein. So uh, these are our eternal uh, parents, mother and father. This is back home in heaven. For those of you who are not getting that part. Okay, so they're trying to explain to you uh, what happiness is. Let's go to verse 3. And we were taught the, uh, that these exalted beings experience a fullness of joy, and because of their joy, they dwell in a state of happiness forever. That's what we're trying to get to, a state of happiness. Verse 4. In order to teach us so that we could understand our mothers showed us the fruits of the joy that they experienced. For an example unto us, they would pluck a piece of fruit from off a tree and show that fruit unto us, and they would describe its shape and its size and the texture of its skin unto us, and allow us to hold the fruit in our hands and feel that of which they described. But to us as spirits who did not know the difference between good and bad, or between soft and hard, nor did we know the difference between hunger and and the feeling of being satisfied, we did not understand completely the feeling of joy that our mothers tried to explain unto us. Verse 5, And they would eat the fruit and make the sounds of enjoyment, as they tasted the sweetness thereof. And a smile would form uh, upon their face, and a happy sensation would exude from within their perfected body. And we could sense the joy that was felt by our mothers, but we did not understand it. Verse 6. And when they smiled, we could sense the joy of their smile, but we did not understand what it was that made them smile in this manner. And when they sang to us, we could hear the words of their voice and the tenderness of the melody that resonated throughout our spirits, but we could not understand why it should cause us to be joyful. Nevertheless, our mothers received much joy from singing to us and teaching us to sing. And though there were uh, those among us who could sing the songs and melodies that our mothers taught unto us, none of us could understand the reason that these brought so much joy to their hearts. So again, it's it's like we're babies. We we don't understand anything at all. Verse 7, And they will hold us gently next to them, and cry upon us, which crying was caused from the exceeding joy that they felt because of us. Yet, we could not understand the cause of their tears, and when their tears would fall upon us, we did not have the capability of determining the wetness thereof. Verse 8. And though we could sense a change in the sensations of our own spiritual body when these tears would touch us, we could not determine for ourselves the meaning of such sensations. Verse 9, And we did not understand the peace and harmony that existed among those who dwelt on this world with our fathers and our mothers. For there were other fathers and other mothers that did not pertain to us and were not part of our eternal family. And there were other spirits there also which were not created from the directions that our fathers provided, but were given bodies of their own eternal mothers and fathers and this world was great and glorious and it was filled with eternal families of eternal parents creating spirit children okay verse 10 and when the work of the eternal fathers was complete in one part of the vast expanse of the heavens yea, even when they had placed their spirit children on the planets in that part that they had prepared for them These fathers would then go to another part and create other worlds for the spirit children that were being born unto unto the eternal mothers that resided in this world. Okay, I'm hoping you're getting this here. Verse 11, but this peace and harmony and cooperation we did not understand for we had not experienced anything but that which had always existed there and we took for granted the greatness and glory of this world in which we were created. And we assume that all worlds were like unto this one, having not experienced anything different. Okay, so this is where we're going with this. We only know what we know, and everything we're at is perfect. There's nothing, no, no strife, no animosity, none of that stuff. Let's go on to verse 12. And now, my beloved children, if it were... That we could eat a piece of fruit that is good to the taste and which makes us happy. Why is it that we would not want to continue to partake of that of this fruit and the joy that it provided forever? And this is the thing that our mothers explain unto us. Okay, so this is what our mothers try to explain to us. Hey, if we can eat this and be happy and our happiness is tied to where we're at, Why would we want to do this all the days of our lives? So, we're going to move on and find out. Thirteen. And we can see that the makeup of their bodies was different than our own. And we can see that unless we had a body like unto theirs, we could never partake of the fullness of joy of which they partake forever. So, we can see there's differences in our bodies and their, their bodies. Okay? In order for us to be like them, we're going to have to grow and mimic them if we don't do that we're going to be in the state that we're in okay that's that's follow on because this is leading us somewhere okay verse 14 and it became apparent to us that not all of us were the same even that our spirits were very individual with different desires and traits that made us unique in and of ourselves and we knew that there was also much joy in these differences Yet, we did not understand these differences. So, everybody's different. Everybody ain't the same. Verse 15. But as we grow in spirit matter, our eternal mothers began to discern our spirits and teach us unto us the types of joys that would suit each of us and bring us the state of happiness that would best fit the makeup of our spirit, our personalities, and the traits that made us unique in and of ourselves so our mothers are going to make sure that whatever makes us happy that's where we're going to be at because everything is going to revolve around your happiness each individual verse 16 and they introduced to us the varying states of happiness that exist in the kingdom of god and from the choices that were presented unto us we determined for ourselves which state of happiness was that which we desired and when we arrived at the state of maturity when this self-realization had taken place then we waited upon the father to create for us the kingdom in which we would dwell and experience the state of happiness that we had chosen for ourselves okay so this is what uh jesus was telling us when he was down here in the earth that hey i'm going home You know what I'm saying? To where the Father is at. Because he has many mansions there. He's created a a place for us. And there's uh, many mansions there. And he's going to create one for us. Basically saying that, hey, you know, there's different planets. There's different places where you can dwell or live and be happy. So I'm going to go prepare... Uh, this mansion for you so you can be happy wherever you're at and when I come back that's what I'm coming back for so you can be happy because that's what I'm going to be doing while I'm gone okay verse 16 and uh, I'm sorry verse 17 and now I Moroni shall not repeat all the words of Adam concerning the plan of salvation that was presented unto the children of God when they resided with him as spirits For this thing has already been given in this record according to the vision that the brother of Jared received regarding it. And the words of Adam are also from the record of the brother of Jared, in which he saw in his vision, or he saw in vision, Adam and his posterity, and wrote the things which he saw. Verse 18. But I will continue with the words of Adam as he taught his posterity the law of the gospel as it had been given unto him by the Lord after he was banished from the Garden of Eden. And this law was given unto him as a prototype of the laws that govern all the glories of the kingdom of God. And it is this law that teaches a man and a woman, the manner in which they must live, to maintain peace and harmony one with another. So this is the law that was given to Adam and Eve once they were banished from the Garden of Eden, but this was going to help them to find their way back home. Because remember, they were spirits at first, but once the fall occurred, then the Most High had the place, and there's only so much we can do in the flesh. The Spirit, we can do whatever the Most High can do, because He placed His breath, which is His Spirit, into our body, so we can be, unlike. We can be like unto the Most High. So I was trying to explain before the stuff is already in us, but we are going to have to be able to do what the most law, uh, most high asks us to do and follow the law here. And that's the gospel of his law verse 18, but I will continue. I'm sorry. I did 18 verse 19. And it is this law that a spirit must be willing and able to abide by in order for it to be allowed to live forever. And one of the glories in the kingdom of God, and if a spirit cannot abide by the law of the gospel, it shall not be allowed to enter into uh, enter the kingdom of God. So this law of the gospel, if you can't do this, you're not going to be able to get into heaven. Period. That's what he's saying right here. There's a the law of the gospel that he gave to Adam and Eve, and they gave to us. So this. Not only is law uh, is here in this earth, but it's also the law that's in heaven that everyone, including the Most High, will follow. So if He has to do it, everyone else has to do it. The law of the uh, of the gospel. Verse 20. For if a spirit is one that would create problems with others in the world in which it is placed forever, then there would be problems among those who reside in this world. Verse 21. I'm sorry, continue on in verse twenty. But there are no problems in the kingdom of God, and those who reside therein do not have the capacity to cause these problems, haven't overcome this propensity during the days of their probation. Okay, so there's not going to be any issues, or there is no issues in the kingdom of the most high. So wherever you're going to go, there can't be any issues. And that's already pre-established okay 21 verse 21 therefore the law of the gospel is the most important law that the children of men of men can learn during the days of their probation i'm gonna say that again therefore the law of the gospel is the most important law that the children of men can learn during the days of their probation and it was this law that jesus taught unto his disciples the people and it was this law that his disciples were commanded to teach unto the people after he was gone and it is by the law of the gospel that jesus taught that all the children of god are saved okay this law of the gospel that jesus taught that all the children of god are saved i had to repeat verse 22 and again i say unto you For this reason, Jesus the Christ is our Savior and that he is the giver of this law and there is nothing that Jesus can do for us that will save us in the kingdom of God except teach unto us this law which are the commandments of God. Excuse me. And again, I say unto you that there was nothing that Jesus did for us when he was upon this earth That shall save us except give us the law of the gospel. That's all he can do while he was here. There's nothing else he can do to save us. We're going to find out. 23. And there will be many in the latter days that shall believe that by the blood of Christ we are saved. And that blood of Christ have atoned for our sins and that we must only believe in Christ and we will be saved in the kingdom of God. And in these beliefs, many people do err and are being led away from the law of the gospel and are taught the precepts of man. Okay, you get what I'm saying? You get where I'm going with this. People believe that, hey, that Jesus died for us on the cross and now you're saved. Think about it. That means you can go out, rob, rape, murder, steal, do all this because Jesus died for you. So you don't have to worry about going to hell or wherever everyone thinks you're going to go after you die. You, 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 you're not going to go to heaven. Think about it. If that's the case, then everybody can just go out and do what they want. Do what thou will. That's the doctrine of the devil. That's Lucifer's doctrine. That's not ours. You can't do what you will or do what you want to do. That's chaos. That's drama. So no, get it out your head that it's not going to go down like that. So let's keep it moving, though. And I say unto those, verse 24, And I say unto those of you who believe these things, Yea, even as I said unto you before, even in this record have I said these things unto you, ye do not understand the Scriptures, and have not inquired of the Holy Ghost for an understanding of the atonement and what the Lord attended by this. For the intent of the Lord was to make us one with God, even he commanded us that we should be perfect as our father in heaven is perfect that's what we're trying to do we're trying to be like unto our father the most high verse 25 and do you think that ye can become like unto our father if you do not understand the things that the father doeth? so how do you think you're gonna be like him if you only have an understanding of what it is that he does you're over there you're tripping so anyway and the father obeyeth the law of the gospel in all things. And he hath commanded his son, even Jesus the Christ, to teach us this law, that we might learn to live by it. And if we live by the same law by which our Father liveth, and then we become one with him, and then the atonement is fulfilled. So again, even our Father goes by this law. So just like it is in heaven, so shall it be in this earth. So he's not telling you to do something that even he can't do. Or he's not willing to follow. So let's move on. Verse 26. And I wish that I could write pleasant words unto you. Like unto the words of Adam. Which he gave unto his children in the land of Adam. and the Ammon. That's the people after Adam. For these words feel good to your souls. And call you cause you to feel a spirit of joy and optimism, even that they cause you to weep with exceeding joy because of the things that he has said unto his children. Verse 27. But I am constrained by the Spirit and commanded by the Lord that I speak unto you the truth and plainness, so that you, may, you might uh, understand that we had no more excuse for your unrighteousness and your evil ways which ways are contrary to the law of the gospel, which I shall allow the words of Adam to teach you in this record. And this, and in the part of this record that was unsealed and came unto you with the record of my father, Mormon, I was commanded by the Lord not to reveal these things unto you in their plainness, but that I should give unto you the similitude And symbolism of these things. Verse 28. And it is my duty towards you as my brothers and my sisters. That I teach you these things. Even that I might bring you unto repentance. And prepare you for that great and dreadful day of the Lord. When he shall return once again to this earth. With all those who have been resurrected after him. Even the righteous. Who are ready and willing to obey the law of this gospel gospel of which i have spoken verse 29 and why do ye suppose that it is called the great and dreadful day of the lord should it not be a day of comfort and joy should it not be a day of rejoicing which ye shall feel those special feelings of the mercy of his atoning blood that ye had deceived yourselves into filling all the days of your probation verse 30 yet nowhere is it written in the holy scriptures yet Nowhere is it written in the holy scriptures that the day of the Lord shall be filled with the feelings of joy that ye express when you think about him upon the cross. Yea, when ye think of his hands pierced and bleeding to pay the debts of your sin, for behold, he did not pay any debts for your sins, for ye shall pay your own debts. And these debts shall be required of you because you have failed to keep his commandments and abide by the law of his gospel that he hath given unto you. Okay, that's plainness right there. He's trying to tell you everybody's responsible for their own death. You're going to reap what you sow. It's just that simple. Verse 31. Thus is the day of the Lord great and dreadful, even full of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into a cup of his indignation. And ye shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And your smoke of your torment shall ascend up forever and ever. And ye shall have no rest day or night. And all these things shall come to pass according to the prophecies of all the holy prophets who have ever been. Okay, so he's telling you right there. What's truly going to happen? Okay, so again, it's not me making this up, I'm just reading the words here. Okay, I'm just a messenger. Verse 32 And what then shall you think who believe that the Lord had died for your sins and taken upon himself your debt? <laughs> so, who, who believes that? All right, what then shall you think who have felt the false sensations of security? In peace, that w- that the devil had caused to come over you, when you look upon the cross of Christ, as the way by which ye shall be forgiven, by uh, forgiven for the evil that ye do. Okay, so if you're thinking, again, with him dying on that cross, it's going to save all your debts. Again, you got another thing coming. This this is plain right here. This this is us. You're talking to us. Verse 33. Will you, will you feel this sense of peace and security in his presence? Yea, even in the presence of the Lamb, as it has been prophesied. So, not even in the presence of the Most High, but of the Son. Okay? That's the Lamb. The one you said died for you. Okay? They're both going to be there. So, I say unto you, that you shall not feel these things, but shall shrink from before him and wish that ye would command the rocks to fall upon you and hide you from the countenance of the lord so again no you're not going to be feeling happy you're going to be hey one you're going to be shameful and then you're going to instantly know that uh oh there's a problem here i've been lied to so let's move on at verse 34 For he shall come down in all his glory and give unto you once again his gospel, which is the same gospel that he gave unto the Jews, and which ye have written in the Bible, which proceeded forth from the mouth of the Jew. And ye shall also have these same words in the record of my father, in that part of this record that was not sealed. And then ye shall once again hear these things from his own mouth, and then ye shall Had these three testimonies of the word of God, and then shall the law be fulfilled, which have been spoken by the Father, that in the words of uh, three, I will establish all my words. So again, I'm reading this as it's written, but I do want to point out here, okay, it says the gospel that he gave unto the Jews. Now, okay, I'm not going to go on and deep into this, but again, Jews that's a made-up word okay so i'm not going to go any further than that just like african-american is a made-up word you know what i'm saying those two are just made-up names they're not who they are you know you're not an african-american but uh, again let me get off of that so let's go back to 35 but this is not all for ye shall have many words which shall be given unto you in this part of the record of my Father, which hath been sealed. And this shall be the final testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And my words shall be plain and simple to understand. And after reading my words, you still, still do not understand the meaning of these things. Then you must remain until you hear them from the mouth of God himself. So if you don't get this, you will find out And when you find out, it's going to be a little too late. But you're going to hear him. Whether you hear him now or you're going to hear it directly from his mouth, you're going to hear him. I'd rather you hear him now than hear him then because it'll be too late then. 36. And if it so be that you do not understand and accept this gospel and live by its precepts, as as it hath been given unto you in all these testimonies that you shall receive, Then, when you hear it from the mouth of God, you will hear it to your condemnation because you have chosen even three times to disregard his words. I'm just reading what's here, okay? So it's up to you. 37. And now I write to you in plainness concerning these things, and these things I say unto all the world. For by the things that I have said, that I say unto you in plainness, Ye shall be judged in the last day when the Lord cometh in the glory with his holy angels. Verse 38. Listen carefully, all right? Behold all religions, all doctrines, all principles, all beliefs, all scriptures, all writings, all holy men, all holy prophets, all institutions, all churches, all governments, all priesthoods. All laws, all sealings, all ordinances, all sacrifices, all traditions, all customs, yea, even everything that is done upon this earth among the children of men are of no effect and have no power out of this world. In other words, they mean nothing in the kingdom of God. Moving on. Hope you can understand that in plainness. 39, the only thing that have any meaning in the kingdom of God is the law of the gospel and the commandments that are given therein. That's it. So it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth or in earth. I'm sorry. Verse 40. Therefore, if there are any among you who hear these things and keep the law of the gospel, then this person is ready for the resurrection and the eternal kingdom of God. They are those who will not cause any contention in these kingdoms and shall live forever with those of their likeness and the worlds that the Father hath prepared for us. 41. And if there are any among you who think that ye shall be saved in any other way, even that ye believe that ye need the ordinances and doctrines of a church, then ye do not understand the plainness of my words, and shall be one of those to whom the Lord will say, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not pros- prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful work. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work in iniquity. Verse 42. And why shall the Lord say unto this unto them? Because they did not keep the law of the gospel, and he as he was commanded by the Father to give unto them. For the things which he shall command of them, this is the will of the Father. All things done according to the will of the Father. The law of the gospel is the will of the Father. Verse 43. Behold, I have seen the last day, both in my own vision, and also through the words of the brother of Jared, of which I am making an abridgment, and writing to you at this time and in those days there are none no not one save it but a few only who are the humble followers of christ who live by the law of this gospel 44 and your churches and the leaders of your churches to whom ye look to be taught the will of god mislead you and cause you to err and teach not the law of the gospel as it had been given unto them through the holy scriptures and more especially I speak unto those of you of the church of the Jesus Christ, even those of you who call your church after his holy name, but not in it. I'm just reading here. That's all. I'm the messenger. Verse 45. Behold, ye are, not, ye are so centered on your church and the ordinances and the functions therein that ye have very little time and effort to spend obeying the law, of the gospel, and you have been taught by your leaders that these ordinances and these functions are saving ordinances which are necessary for your salvation and in this ye are deceived or are being led captive by the devil the devil is a great deceiver this is the way he does verse 46 and the words of nephi are being fulfilled to in you in which he wrote saying and all and others i'm sorry and others will be pacified and lull them away into carnal security that they will say all is well in Zion. Yea, Zion prospereth, all is well, and thus the devil cheateth their souls and leadeth them away carefully down to hell. All is not well in Zion. Okay, this is a fight that we fight every single Day. so everything is not well in Zion 40, verse 47 and because your church prospereth exceedingly yea even above any other church that is built up among the children of men you have become a rich and powerful people in the world and the money that have come from this prosperity that should be going to the poor and the needy the sick and the afflicted and those that are in prison yea ye use this money, Build up houses of worship, which you go to on one day a week and which are left empty for the rest of the week when they can be used to help the poor and the needy in their afflictions. Okay, plain. Verse 48. And if I could stop from condemning you before God, that ye might repent without searing your souls further with the heat of my words, I would. But I have seen the great temples that you have caused to be constructed. And these you have constructed to present the holy endowment that have been explained unto you herein. And they are filled and they are full of the fine things of the world, even so much that ye have received much praise from the world because of them. Yes, you do have beautiful churches. You have beautiful temples. You have beautiful synagogues. Yeah, they're beautiful. They look great. Well, what do you do with them? So here's what... You are not understand it. The church is not a building. The church is the people. You don't need a building. You need the people. The people are the church. So once we understand that, there's no need for a building. Okay, makes you feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, the people are the church. And some people just love going to church in a beautiful building. Plain and simple. Alright, moving on. Verse 49. And you enter into these temples and think that ye are saviors of men, even that the endowment that ye receive is necessary for your salvation, and even this is not the end of your pride and your abominations before the Lord. For ye also believe that the work of your hands, even the work that ye perform within these temples, will save those who are dead, which thing is most abominable before God. Let that sink in. Verse 50. O my brethren, Ye are those that shall suffer the most in this, in the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Yea, ye shall listen to his words in that day, and quickly realize that he did not command that these things be done among the children of men. Ye shall realize that the only concern that he hath for the world is that they live by the law of his gospel, which law ye did not teach in your churches and in your temples. Verse 51. And those who belong to your church shall watch in horror as the Lord calleth his own servant from among those who do not belong to your church. Yea, even those who do not have the priesthood think uh, priesthood that ye think ye have. Then what shall ye say at the time of the works that ye have accomplished during the days of your probation? What shall ye think when ye are considered a thing a dross by the Lord, and that he giveth no attention to the glory and greatness of your church. Verse 52, And why is it that ye shall suffer more than those who are not of your church? Yea, why do ye believe that the Lord will have hold you accountable for more than he will hold the rest of those who have been deceived by the means of the miracles that Satan hath caused to be wroth among you? I say unto you, that ye shall be held more accountable because ye have already two witnesses of the gospel of which I have spoken even the words of Christ that he gave unto us which is this gospel verse 53 and no other people on earth will have these two testimonies which the Lord hath given unto the children of men and the Lord will use your pride and your arrogance against you for in your pride and arrogance you think you are better than the rest of your brothers and sisters in the world, and that ye enjoy a happiness that they do not enjoy. And with this pride, ye send out missionaries to take your message of pride throughout the world. Verse 54, and ye shall carry the record of my father with you and pretend that you believe in this record. Okay, he's talking about the Bible and pretend that uh, ye believe in this record. And ye shall testify unto the world that the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ is contained in this record, your Bible. And in this ye testify correctly, but by so testifying, ye are securing your own damnation. For ye testify of those things that ye do not do. For ye testify of those things that ye do not do. And though the Lord will have exceedingly great mercy for the sinner, He should condemn and punish the hypocrite. So, okay, we're carrying around our Bible, our history book, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we read it back and forth, forth and back, but it ain't just the reading we have to do. And like I said before, it's the law of the gospel that the Most High is talking about. All this other stuff he's not even caring about. So once we do this and understand that, the world will be a better place. But uh, unfortunately... (sighs) it's just not going to happen so let's moving on let's let's move it on because we're going to get there verse 55 and these words which i write unto you at this time even in the sealed part of the plates upon which my father and i have written and which i have commanded to complete and hide in the earth to come forth in the in the own due time of the lord even these things shall ye reject Because they were not given unto you by the leaders of your church. Which leaders are all men of the world. Which have received the fine things of the world. And the praises and honors of men. Okay. So yeah. You're going to get it. But you're not going to believe it. Because your pastor. Your priest. Your uh, whoever your leader is. They didn't tell you. So you're not going to believe it. And this is why you have to seek out a matter. Okay. Because there's a conclusion to all matters. And the Most High said. You need to seek him out. And once you do that, all these things will come unto you. So let's let's move on. 56. But these things shall condemn you and shall confound you your false doctrines and the traditions that ye have allowed to creep into the foundations of the church that is called after the name of Jesus. For in the beginning, the foundation of your church was given in its purity, and the Lord suffered it to be organized according to the power of the holy priesthood and under the direction of the Holy Ghost. 57. But ye shall reject reject the pure foundation that was given unto you by him, who shall receive this record from the place wherein I shall hide it. And because of your wickedness, the world will reject you, and shall murder him who hath given these things unto you. Plain to me. 58. But another unlike unto him shall the Lord raise up to bring the sealed part of this record forth among you. And he shall have power given unto him, even the power of the Holy Spirit, to confound you and preach repentance unto you and show you the weakness, wickedness I'm sorry, of your ways. So yeah, at the end of the day, you're still going to have to repent. We all will have to repent. And that's a good thing because that's something that's going to help us. But you got to understand what the law of the gospel is. So let's move, move on. 59, and ye shall become like unto the Jews at Jerusalem who were the murderers of the prophets of old. And ye should call upon your secret combinations, which combinations ye think are of God, and which you think are righteous, even like unto them of old. Yea, ye should call upon these to murder this prophet. Verse 60. Yea, ye should become like the Nephites. At the time Samuel, the Lamanite, was called by the Lord to preach repentance unto them. For when Samuel went forth to speak the truth concerning the wickedness of the church of God that was among them, they wanted to kill him kill him and cast him away from them so that they might hear so that they may not hear his preaching. They didn't want to hear it. But the Lord protected him even that their bows and their arrows could not hit him. Verse 61. And he who shall bring forth the sealed part of this record shall flee into the rest of the world for protection even unto those who are not of your church and they shall protect him and give him sanctuary until he have done all that which have been commanded him by the Lord. Verse 62. For it was the world that was responsible for the death of him that brought forth the portion of this record that was unsealed. And it was the cause of the wickedness of the church of God that caused his death. And now this same church shall seek the death of the prophet of God who shall bring these things forth unto you. And it shall be the world that openeth its mouth and consumeth the flood of water that is issued forth from the mouth of the serpent that have control of this church of which I have spoken. Uh, that would be the abominable church. Verse 63. Then shall the words of John be fulfilled, which he wrote, saying, And when the dragon saw that th- that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the women which brought forth the man-child. You can get this in Revelations uh, 12. I'm going 12, 13 through 17. And verse 64. And to the women were given two wings of a great eagle, that he might fly unto the wilderness and to her place where she is nourished for a time and times, uh, for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. Verse 65. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. Verse 66. And the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Verse 67. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and he went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Verse 68. For behold, the prophets of God have been persecuted by the wicked ever since they were first called to bring the law of the gospel unto the children of men. And a true prophet of God is always persecuted and hated by the world and this is the thing that i ask of ye that belong to this great church in the latter days are your leaders hated by the world do those who have set themselves up as your prophets receive the afflictions of the prophets of old i really don't have to answer that because most of the churches today are prosperity churches but Again, I'm not even going there, We keep reading. Verse 69, I say unto you that they do not. And why do they not receive this persecution as a true prophet of God should? Because they are of the world and they seek the praise of the world more than they seek to teach unto you the law of the gospel. Verse 70, and in the day that ye shall read my words, even in the day when the Lord should give unto the world the words of brother of Jared, you shall see your leaders rise up and condemn this work. And they shall condemn this work, because it testifieth against them, and bringeth to your attention the truth regarding their wickedness and abomination. Verse 71. And they shall say unto you, Behold, these things are not of the Lord. For the Lord will not give unto you anything except he do. So through the authority of the church, which is held in the authority of those who have been called of God to serve in his holy priesthood so church is going to say only they have the authority to say this just saying verse 72 and they shall speak unto you in kindness and smoothness and in gentle natures that ye have become accustomed to hearing their words but in the same way did benelli entice and convince cain that he should reject the words of abel and rise up and murder him verse 73 and they shall teach unto you their precept that justify the wickedness of your ways and And they shall justify unto you the need for your churches and your temples and the fine things of the world. And they shall do that which have been done by all the leaders of the religions that are now set up according to the principles and laws of the gospel of Christ. Verse 74. And now I, Moroni, have shown unto you the wickedness of some of those who profess to be the followers of Christ, but denied the power of Christ, which power could only come by keeping the commandments of his gospel. But the whole world lieth under sin and shall come under severe condemnation, except that the children of men shall repent and turn their hearts toward the gospel that was given unto their fathers. And and if they do not do this, then the whole earth will be destroyed at his coming. There it is. Let's move on. 75 and this is what was meant by the prophet malachi of whom the lord spake when he visited by my fathers in the land of bountiful and he said unto them remember ye the law of moses my servant which i commanded unto him and horde for all israel with the statutes and judgment verse 76 behold i will send you elijah the prophet before the coming of the dreadful day of the lord you can read this yourself in the book of malachi Okay, verse 4. Start there. I'm sorry, chapter 4. And verse 77 He shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Verse 78 And now I, Moroni, ask of you, what was the law of Moses with its statutes and judgment? which the Lord hath given unto Moses in the land of Hor. Yea, even that law was given unto him upon the mount. I say unto you, it was the law of the gospel, or the words of Christ, who was the giver of this law. Verse 79, and when Moses descended upon, I'm sorry, and when Moses descended down from upon the mount and witnessed the great wickedness of the children of Israel, he threw down the law and gave unto them a lower law law which was a law of sacrifice and ordinances and rituals that pointed them towards the higher law or in other words the law of the gospel okay verse 80 and when jesus came into the world he testified unto the people that he had come to fulfill the law which moses had given Unto the children of Israel. He told us that. He didn't come to destroy. He only came to fulfill. And he gave unto them the exact same law. Or the exact same gospel. That he had given unto Moses. Before the rebellion of the children of Israel. Verse 81. And this same law. That he gave unto the children of Israel. He did give unto the Jews at Jerusalem. And this same law was given unto my fathers. And this law was also given unto others. Who are not of the house of israel but who dwell upon the earth and other parts that were unknown at the time of my fathers yet he had received a commandment of the father to give these people the law of the gospel also and this he did according to their language and their culture and according to their understanding okay the most high is going to bring us from all four corners of the earth let, let this sink in because a lot of people don't get this part if you're coming from four parts of the earth there's no way we're all going to be saying that uh, understanding the same language we're going to look exactly alike uh we're going to have things in common the most high but other than that you're going to have differences for some reason if some people think that we're, we're all going to be the same may look similar or close to it but you're going to have different languages, different customs, different cultures, different everything. But there's going to be one thing in common, the law of the gospel. That's what this is about. Nothing else. Don't care what you look like. You're going to have to have the law of the gospel to be the son or and or daughter of the Most High. That's it. That's all you need. Ah, let's move on. In verse 82. And in the last days, the world should have this gospel preached unto all peoples throughout the the world and it should be carried unto all the ends of the world until all have heard it according to their own language and their own understanding pretty much what i was trying to say verse 83 and those of you who do i'm sorry and those of you who belong to this great church which is called after the name of jesus christ who believe that it is by your words that the world shall receive these things i say unto you that it is because of your pride that ye believe these things for when this gospel shall come unto you by the way of the record of my father, behold, in that day, this same gospel shall already be among many of the peoples of this earth. And because it was given unto them according to their own traditions and customs and understanding, you shall not recognize it. You shall not recognize it. But if it teaches the law of the gospel, it is recognized by God. That's it. Most high ain't trying to figure out what it is that you're trying to do. His law is his law either you get it or you don't get it it's going to be up to you okay verse 84 and now i would that all the world should have the words of this gospel and live by the commandments which are given therein which commandments not only shall save you in the kingdom of god but shall bring you peace and happiness upon the entire earth verse 85 and this gospel was taught to the children of adam In the beginning, in such a way that they could not misunderstand that which he spoke, therefore I return once again unto the world's. I'm sorry, therefore I return once again unto the words of Adam, according as they are given by the brother of Jared upon the record that he caused to be written, for they are plain and simple and easy to the understanding of the children of men, and in this way. Have the Lord commanded me to present these things. Okay, that is it. The end of uh, chapter 18, 85 verses, we done went through that. And you're saying to me, but Brother Vincent, you keep going over this law of the gospel, but you haven't really spelt it out. Well, I kind of in there, but you're right. I didn't because the law of the gospel is in chapter 19. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read to you this. And after I read this, this will be the conclusion of this matter because we're searching out a matter. But we're going to come back to chapter 19. So let me tell you what the law of the gospel is in chapter 19. This is verse 5. And this is the law which all other commandments are based that was given unto us by the Lord, even that ye shall do unto others, what ye will have them do unto you. We all know this. We all know this. But this is the law of the gospel. This is why you're here. But can we do it? That's the problem. The great deceiver has us totally confused and deceived that we can't do this because we hate each other, can't stand each other. You don't love yourself as you love your neighbor. You can't do it. You won't do it and that's the problem because at the end even if you try to do it people gonna look at you as weak you know you're trying to do and be a humble person but they're gonna look at you as weak soft you know meek all these things that the most high loves the world hates you get that the world hates it a soft person a weak person a humble person a mal-mannered person no world doesn't like that what does the world like well oh, like all that other stuff you know the envying the uh, covetness, you know all that stuff that it's not gonna profit you in the end you know they'll tell you oh yeah even now you know what kind of man does a, a woman love oh i love a thug love a what Yeah, I love a thug. Oh, okay, I get it. So that's what you love. Okay, fine. But that thug is not going to save you because you can't even save yourself. So this is what the most high is trying to tell you. You know, we need to stop on this craziness, uh, thinking we're better than other people, that we're going to outdo the other person, you know, trying to outdo the, the, the Joneses. You know, we know the term. You know, trying to do this, trying to do that. Look, I'm not saying, hey, everybody is perfect. That, that's not happening. I'm not perfect. But we're trying to get to be like unto the most high. We're trying to be like our father. And if we can do that. Then therein lies the peace. That's all I want. I want peace. I want to be like my father. I'm trying to get like my father. But there's people here in this earth who are not going to let me have that peace. And then it makes me want to go out and get all ignorant you know that's not good ignorant is not good it's not good to be ignorant and i mean when i say ignorant that means you just don't know but i i don't want to get out here and do stupid stuff stuff that gets under your skin and make you want to act out and that's why when i get like that i have to walk away i have to move out i have to keep it moving as i say because if i don't lucifer the devil he makes me you know what i'm saying i can't i can't even give to him because it's me I have to be responsible for my own actions because that's what I'm going to be accounted for in that evil day, that evil and dreadful day, my own actions. So I can't even blame it on the devil. We all going to be judged by our own actions, our own debts. Whatever I do here is what I'm going to be accounted for in the end. So that's not going to make me any better or worse than anyone else. I'm just going to be a George according, judge according to what I've done here in this earth and uh hopefully i've done enough that the most high say hey you know saying that is my son he has done what i asked and things are well with him that's all i'm looking for but other than that that's all i can do so i'm asking everyone let's treat each other like brothers i know it's hard because the world teaches us the opposite to hate each other to get over on each other try to play each other this is what the world does. The world loves playing one against the other. I'm saying lying on each other. It, that, it's sad. But that's the reality of this world. But it's not going to have a bearing in the most highest world. We're not going to make it. So now you know the law of the gospel. And this is the law on which all other commandments are based. That was given unto us by the Lord. Even that ye shall do unto others. What ye will have them do unto you. If you can do that, we'll all be going. But it ain't going to happen. So I pray. Say thank you, Most High Yah, for allowing me to read the words here. I pray that we all will be able to understand the law of the gospel. That we would treat each other with kindness, with lovingness, with uh, all the things that we would want someone else to treat us. That's how we should be treating others. And I understand out here it's hard. Because you got people out here that's always trying to get over on you. Trying to make gain. Trying to play you. We, we, we get that. But at the same token. I'm trying to do what's right. Without at the same time trying to go off and get all out there. Because that's what the world wants me to do. So there there's a, uh, there's a disconnect here. But I'm going to keep it moving. And I'm going to keep moving in the way that you want me to do. Even if that makes me look soft, weak. Uh, Whatever word they want to use to make me look like I'm not a child of the Most High, I'll take it because that's where I'm at right now. I'm not not trying to fight with man. I'm just trying to live for my father. So With all that being said, uh, thank you and I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, Thank you, Most High, for being a father and bringing these words out so I can see and understand what we must do here in the latter days and uh, try to do right here. Before we find our way home. All these things in your son's name. And I'll say, so be it.